Hi, this is Brad Redderson welcoming you to Stranova, a weekly half-hour business program exploring the intersection between cutting-edge business strategies and the innovations that can ignite business growth. Welcome to Stranova. The challenge of launching, nurturing, and expanding any new business is incredibly daunting. Once the idea is hatched, and the business is at least staggering around on its own two feet for the moment, most of us are deeply involved in what seems like an increasingly demanding task of raising more money and rolling out our product lines. In addition to all that, one of the hardest things at this stage, both to make time for as well as to do, is to get the word out on your business, marketing. It's hard work, right? Well, for our guest, Melinda Lee, it is work, but it seems to come to her much more easily than probably to some of our listeners. She believes very strongly in a concept she calls spiritual marketing and applies it both liberally and amazingly successfully in her personal life and in her business. You'll hear more about it in the discussion that follows. Melinda is the creator of SPOGA, a new and distinctly different approach to providing an integrated mind-body workout involving yoga, meditation, and spiritual practice, packaged into a rapidly growing business that almost seems to sell itself. In addition to being the founder of SPOGA International, Melinda is also editor-at-large of Balance Magazine, an advocate for women's and personal empowerment, and a regular speaker and contributor in places as diverse as the Gather the Women International Conference, the American Businesswomen Association sessions, First for Women, and Today's Coach. She has a BS in marketing from Miami University. We are delighted to have her as our guest today. Melinda, welcome to Stranova. My pleasure. Let's start the interview with hearing a little bit about your business concept. What exactly is SPOGA? SPOGA is a practice that allows a person to start to connect to themselves. It, I, I designed it so that if someone's really busy and they just say, I don't have a lot of time, I can't get to the gym, yet I would love to have the effect of a 90-minute yoga class and an hour of meditation and that sense of peace and calm yet invigoration that would come as a result of being good to yourself. So this practice combines a lot of what I would consider the best of the best practices out there to allow a person to get fantastic results in a very limited amount of time. I know that I am a very type A kind of person and, and yet I, I don't have time to go to a yoga class or the gym or run around all the time, but I want to do something consistently good for myself. I started reading how important it is to have a daily practice. And I couldn't really make that promise to myself that I would do an hour of meditation or an hour of whatever, anything. But I thought that 30 minutes was something that I could actually make a promise and keep. And I've found that sometimes there are those days when I'm even super busy and even 30 minutes seems like a push. So the practice is divided into three 10-minute segments. And there are days that I just do one of the 10-minute segments, but I know that I'm doing something for myself each day. You know, pulling this off in a half-an-hour session sounds like a miracle in and of itself, let alone the miracle you're trying to do in people's bodies and minds and spirit. I've done yoga, and quite frankly, even just getting into the mental state to start your practice, as well as going through the moves, takes much longer than a half an hour. How is this possible with your process? Is it going to be the, the same as a 90-minute yoga class and an hour of meditation? Probably not. But is it better to be doing something? I was just talking to a woman. I was just on NBC6 down here in Fort Lauderdale, and 
she said, well, I love yoga. And I said, well, how often do you get to a yoga class? And she said, Saturday morning. Like, what do you do the other six days? And she's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I really wish I could and that sort of thing. So this is kind of practice that allows someone to do something consistently for themselves. And, and probably one, one place I need to also clarify is you asked me what is SPOGA, and people asked where the name came from. So the SP comes from a spiritu, which is Latin for the breath. So for the entire 30 minutes of the workout or the practice, however you prefer to refer to it, you are connected to the breath. So that piece, to answer your question, that 30 minutes of consistent, conscious connection to breath is part of what gets you the results of the yoga or the meditation. Okay, so in addition to this process of packaging this into a 30-minute workout approach, there's another aspect of this that we talked about in preparation for this interview where you described that in addition to having strong roots in older Tibetan practices, you've actually integrated some recent medical research in, of all places, Harvard Medical School. So unlike what a lot of our listeners might think, which is when they think of yoga, it involves what is essentially a spiritual practice deriving from very old times, you actually have some very modern components to this. Can you talk a little bit about how this all merges together into the whole concept called Spoga? The thing I love about Spoga is that it is this unique mix of ancient practices. The, the middle section in the advanced Spoga version, there's also simply Spoga, but in the advanced Spoga version, is based on the five Tibetan rites. And these five very simple yet basic moves activate the chakra system. And Tibetan monks have been doing this for centuries and getting incredible results to the point that people would say to them or, or guess them to be decades younger than they, than they actually were because their chi is moving efficiently through the body. So this ancient practice sits in the middle and is kind of a cornerstone for Spoga. And on either side of it, we've expanded by incorporating Kundalini breath work, um, to answer your question, in the, in the Simply Spoga practice, we use something called the Relaxation Response Breathing, which has been researched by the Harvard Mind-Body Institute. Uh, Dr. Herb Benson um, researched it. And is breathwork really new? Probably not, but maybe some research around the effects of it. There's just starting to do research on meditation. So the last 10 minutes of Spoga is this lovely soft, guided meditation, and there was a recent issue of Time magazine that really focused on what happens when someone meditates and how they go into a certain REM kind of area and, and it allows the mind to um, be more at peace and more things get done and mental clarity happens. A lot of different things happen when a person allows themselves to do this. The other piece that's kind of a new research that's come out is there's something called the court, the fight-or-flight issue where this chemical cortisol gets released in our bodies, and it makes a lot of people gain weight because the way we were created was, you know, oh, my gosh, we might not eat for weeks on end. So if we have fight-or-flight response, it's, it naturally has fat absorbed on our body. And I say to some women that are worried about their weight, you know, maybe what you need to do is less, not more. You know, turn the cell phone off, 
meditate for a little bit, do SPOGA, do that last 10 minutes of SPOGA, and notice what happens to your system. It responds beautifully to it. We just don't give our bodies what they really need. We give it a lot of what they don't need, but we don't give it just a little tiny bit of what they do need. You know, a lot of my colleagues in business would actually really appreciate having something like the SPOGO workout available to them within corporations where time is precious and you might want to try to fit that into your lunch hour. Do you market it all to corporations or bring this into their facilities in any way? Well, we're, you know, we're looking at going into corporations because such of it is a 30-minute practice and fairly gentle. The, the, the Tibetan rights that are in the middle are pretty rigorous, but, you know, you really could. If you had a pair of pants that had a little bit of give to them um, and, uh, and took your jacket off, you could actually do this during your lunch hour and not have to go take a shower. So we think that it's a wonderful practice for corporations to bring in, allow their employees to do. Um, the, so that is one vehicle, uh, and I go to some fitness conferences, I go to some yoga conferences, I go to any place where people are gathered and they care about their personal well-being and are interested in, with an open mind, looking at something new. Spoga, because it's, it is kind of a condensed yoga practice that's got all this great stuff. But people who are really adamant about yoga or whatever, you know how people become very, almost like stuck sometimes, and that's what we're talking about not being in this, on this call, is criticizing because it is different. It is only 30 minutes. It, you know, it, it makes these claims. And I say, you know, you know try it and, and see what results you get. And I think that's why businesses and other people are looking at it because, if your people can do something in a very short period of time and get a maximum result for a short input of energy, what a great answer. As I listen to this, it makes me think of the success of Curves, which has some similarities and some differences. Curves is a 30-minute fitness workout that was designed to fit into the busy schedules of women around the country and has literally taken the world by storm. At the same time, it is much different than yours and that your approach provides a far more holistic workout. I'm interested in your thoughts about the comparisons to that. When you bring up curves, it's a great example because if there's been research in the fitness industry and people want a sound bite workout, we are a sound bite mentality and our whole culture. So I want it now, I want it fast, I want it, you know, uh, convenient, and that's why curves has been so successful. So the 30-minute, the, the mini-workout is really the wave of the future. Uh, it's funny because some people have actually um, been sometimes a little critical of, of Spoken. They're calling it McYoga or, or an American version, an American version of yoga. And there is some truth to that. And you know what? I, I would love to have a Spoga Center on every corner just like McDonald's. I would be quite honored to have that um, be what transpires. It's interesting that you bring up the example of McDonald's because in doing some research for this show, I had read that in the case of Curves, for example, in some cities in the United States, there are as many as two Curves installations for every McDonald's that's out there. It certainly says something good about what's happening. Yeah. yeah or, or how great the need is. To meet that need and in your drive to put a Spoga Center on every street corner, do you have your own stores, facilities, do you franchise, or is there yet still some other approach that you use? 
my approach has has been up to this point really to go directly to the consumer via retail operation. We're looking at doing an, an infomercial now and to to get directly to that person that's buying it and that they get to do it in the convenience of their home. That there are two DVDs that were produced, Spoga and Simply Spoga. And Simply Spoga is a great place for people to begin if they haven't moved their body a lot in the last couple of years and yet they want to make that first step. It's a great place for them. And then there are days, myself personally, and I'm a pretty you know high energy and in shape kind of person where Simply Spoga just feels like what my body wants that day. It may not want as rigorous of a workout as Spoga can be. But the goal was to make it convenient for people, make it cost-effective. I mean, $24.95 or something like that for one DVD. That's the cost of, you know, two yoga classes, for crying out loud. But yet you would have that accessible to you day in and day out to use as your practice whenever the timing's right for you. So I, I am not, at the current time, doing what, what Curves is doing, which is having a location where people go to you. This is, a, this is the, an opportunity for people to do their own private practice. And a lot of, a lot of people like that aspect of the privacy, being able to connect with themselves, stay quiet for a moment. And that may not be something that could happen as easily in a classroom that was happening, let's say, in a fitness center. Although that could be an option, but it really needs to have the ambiance for this practice to be fully effective. Well, so that we can be fully effective, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back to talk to Melinda about how Spoga got started, how she goes about marketing, and maybe along the way some ideas about how you can create new success in your business. Welcome back. We're talking to Melinda Lee, the founder and CEO of Spoga International. Let's switch gears a bit. I'd like to talk a little bit about this concept of manifesting that you've described to me in not only creating your business, but marketing and growing that business. Yeah, I, I would love to because I'm so excited about the potential that if we simply tap into our own genius and begin to design, and I know it sounds very woo-woo, and guess what? It is woo-woo, and it works. And begin to design the life or the business that we, that we want to be running and living in that space. So first, I think we have to know what we're asking for and to consciously, on a daily basis, feel that energy of what we're looking for. So I see Soga as the practice that millions of people embrace on a daily basis. How it gets there exactly, I'm not sure. So the typical business person, one of the first things they do is they go out and they, they develop a marketing strategy and a business plan, and that's what they need to do to go to the bank to get the funding, right? I mean, that's, that's typically what happens. And I'm doing the exact opposite approach, and I'm saying, guide me. And you could say God, universe, whatever is the word, the universal force, you know, whatever, intuition, however you want to 
phrase that I'm not going to tell you what you should put in the blank right there, but I'm saying guide me because I'm thinking that this universal energy is probably a lot more powerful than I am. And if I will just sub submit myself to the wisdom, let's see what unfolds. So I was over in Sarasota running the Spoga Center, and I decided that I really wanted to take this to the next step and, and basically said, you know, God, I want abundance from my own means and for Spoga to grow. What's next? And the next thing I knew, actually a job came up. And I've always wanted to be a philanthropist, and this job allows me to be a philanthropist. But I, but my first reaction was, no, 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 that's not what it's supposed to look like. That's not what I want to do. And then I went, take a deep breath. This was the answer you got. This is, this is the challenge with this kind of work, which is to not think you know the answer. Ask the question, submit yourself to the answer, and just and be in the flow and follow the wisdom that's being given to you. If you're not willing to do that, this will never work. So I did. I moved to Fort Lauderdale, and as a result of moving to Fort Lauderdale, incredible doors have opened for me for Spoga. I've, I've been in situations where people say, well, I'm going to introduce you to so-and-so, and the next thing I know, I'm appearing on a television show. I sit next to a woman, and she's running the education channel here in Fort Lauderdale, and they've hired me to produce segments for kids to do Spoga Stress Busters. I couldn't have made that happen. And is it just coincidence that I happened to sit next to this, this woman? I don't think so. I think my energy was such that we were drawn to each other and that this came about. Now, when I sat next to her, I didn't wait for her to say, oh, Melinda, I understand you're doing something called Spoga, and could I please, please put that on, my, on the network? I did my work, too, which was, what do you do for health and wellness? What on your, on your station is a health and wellness you know, option for people. She said, I'm, I'm looking for something right now. I said to myself, big surprise. She's looking for me. She just doesn't know it yet. So I run out to my car. I get my DVDs. I did my work already. I've, already, I've, got, a, I've got a product that I actually put in people's hands, a, a very nice, high-quality product that I'm very proud of. And she says, this is perfect. Now, it didn't happen incredibly like overnight, but... Several months later, they edited some of my versions of Spoga. Those are on the air here in Fort Lauderdale and Miami. And now we're in the process of producing these 15-minute segments that are going to air in the classrooms for the kids in the Broward County School District, the sixth largest school district in the country. I couldn't have made that happen without a vision and then letting go of how it's supposed to happen. I believed from the beginning that women were my market. And guess what? It may end up being kids. So allowing yourself to be flexible enough and to flow enough within the direction that the universe wants to take you, I think is also part of the key of this kind of manifesting your destiny. So that's a bit about how you've grown the business. But you started the business very similarly to the way a lot of entrepreneurs do. They already have a regular job and they decide to branch out. What made it possible for you to step out into the unknown and try going after this very different venture? Well, I had actually started this prior to the JOB, which I, there for a long time I just said, I can't even say the word, I can't. But one of the things that I got was, I've had a business coach for years, and one of the things he said to me is, you know, Melinda, 
a lot of people go out and they take a job to keep their dream alive. What was the answer that I wanted to hear? I want. I am an entrepreneur. I want to be an entrepreneur, but to keep my dream alive, to have a six-figure income job, support my life and lifestyle, and help me keep Spoga being marketed, is probably a really great business strategy. And that was some of the best coaching that I got. And actually, it, I, I like to pat myself on the back for taking the coaching that I got. You know, it's easy to, again, not get the answer that you want to hear. But I think sometimes to have a dream, have a vision, and then say, what's it going to take? You know, and then releasing yourself back into that space of the universe, giving you an answer, this job pops up. I'm like, no. But, you know, sometimes that's what you do to keep the dream alive. And if I hadn't taken this particular job, I wouldn't have made the contacts that I'm making to move the dream further down the road. It's like they're working hand in hand. And instead of me resisting the J-O-B, I'm embracing the J-O-B and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, because this is exactly what I needed. And, and you never know where that contact or that person that's going to change the, the direction that your business goes is going to pop up. So you, you leave yourself open to the, to the universe giving you the solutions. At the same time that you are growing a very interesting business, you've obviously made a major difference in the lives of quite a number of your clients. Can you tell us a little bit about what that has been like as they've changed their energy or wellness in general? I think probably the biggest thing is the, the energy piece because I don't think people give enough credit to this quote-unquote tiny factor. But imagine someone walking into the room. And you've heard this, this saying before, do they light the room up or does it dim? So if you can do something that lights you up and you become the light. So we've had people, we had a gal that had lost 100 pounds and was on a plateau. She started doing spoga. And I said, do you think, why do you think now that you're, you've lost another 30 plus pounds? And she said, there's something about this practice that makes me honor and respect myself more, and I notice I'm making wiser choices. I would say for myself that the Spoga practice has me be in touch with that spiritual guidance, God, the universe, my intuition, again, whatever you want to call it, that by centering yourself on a daily basis, now you can, instead of saying, is that the radio, is it real statically? You go, no, I'm tuned in to the channel and I can hear loud and clear. Again, you may not like the answer that you're always getting, but at least you're tuned in and receiving information. We have people that had uh, physical ailments that are noticing that those are subsiding. I'm not saying this is a miracle cure. It kind of sounds like a snake oil salesman, you know, because it certainly is not that. But I, I think that the biggest thing is the, the peace and clarity that people get. And you can't really put a price tag on that, on what that's worth and what that will mean in your life. That would be the main thing is that people feel peace and calm centered. They feel like they're getting um, direction better from their higher source, their inner guidance system, and that they're then feeling more confident because there is an empowerment that happens with this chakra activation that allows them to move forward and, and actually feel like, I can do this. So any entrepreneur out there, I'd love to see them incorporating Spoga into their daily life, 
so that they can manifest the, the future that they want. So while this has been changing your clients' lives, how has it been changing you? I would say the space that I didn't know I wasn't in, if that makes sense, was I didn't realize how I was being pulled and pushed, and I even want to use the word bullied, in my life by the rules that society says I'm supposed to live by. And this practice is actually giving me that sense of authentic power, and not power over someone else, but this power within myself to step into a space and say, guess what? You can make all the rules out there. You can tell everybody the way it's supposed to be. I know what happiness is for me. I know what success is for me. And the more I stay in that space, and focus seems to do this for me because of, I guess it's the, the chakra activation, that I feel like I am more powerfully connected, can hear the guidance, and that then I'm willing to take the steps that maybe I was too scared or didn't trust myself enough in the past to do. And today, I feel that power and that connection that I, that I can. With all that as background, what are your hopes and aspirations for where Spoga and you will be heading in the future? Where is Spoga going? There's a piece of me that says, I don't know, I don't know. And there's another piece of me that says, I'm watching it unfold daily, and I know from a very deep place of my being that it is a powerful practice. Whether it ends up being embraced by men or women or corporations, whether it sells outrageously by an infomercial, or whether the education system says, let's offer these practices. And, and I offer them very playfully, not so deep spiritually for the kids. I don't say anything spiritual. I just know what happens. That I'm really I'm in a place of not having to have the answer, where it does unfold beautifully, magically, and I'm willing to stay in the space of the unknown for a while, however long it takes, because my knowing is so deep that I don't have to see it exactly. The one thing that one of my visuals that I have is I'm walking across the stage as a woman 20 years older than I am now, maybe even 30 years older than I am now, tall and erect, a healthy body, silver hair, with a smile on my face, just radiating incredible energy. And there's nothing more attractive than a 70-year-old that looks fabulous, you know. And seeing myself in that space, walking across the stage, being acknowledged for the contribution that I made with Spoga, and that's the visual that I hold on to that pulls me forward from, from that vacuum space forward into the universe. Without, without having to know all of the how. In a funny way, even with all this serendipity working in your favor, it seems like the future is for you a lot more clear than it might ever have been in the past. I mean, does it unfold as Soga? I think so right now, but you know what? Uh, a month down the road, something else could be revealed and, and it, it morphs into something else. I think that's part of the excitement about living in the moment and allowing it to unfold and being happy today, not happy tomorrow when it unfolds the way you think it's supposed to. That's too much, that's trying to control it way too much. It doesn't work that way. How can someone reach you if they want to learn a little bit more about SPOGA? The best way is to, if they want to contact me, email melinda at spoga, S-P-O-G-A dot org, 
or go directly to the website, which is www.soga.org. And or you can connect me right to the website or through email, whichever. I would be honored to respond and give anybody feedback or, or any any more details they need about the Soga practice to help them know exactly which way to go. And I'm, I'm so passionate about this that, you know, anything that I can do to support people on their journey would be my, my honor. Well, thanks, Melinda, very much for joining us this week on Stranova. Thanks. It's been my, my pleasure. For further information on the topics discussed in this week's show, as well as for other information on the intersection of strategy and innovation, please visit us at www.stranova.com. Also, if you have any comments on this week's show or suggestions for future shows, please feel free to contact us at ideas at stranova.com. This recording is copyright 2005 by Brad Redderson. And this is Brad Redderson thanking all of you for joining us this week on Stranova. <laughs>